Welcome to the MPC Podcast. I am Tim W. Gill, pastor of Medora Pentecostal Church, and I'm thrilled that you've joined us today. Here at MPC, we are committed to bringing hope and building lives. One way we do that is through this podcast. Thank you for listening, for sharing and reviewing what we do here. It is our desire to connect with you, and you can find us on Facebook, or you can find us at our website, medorachurch.com. It is our prayer that today's message inspires you, encourages you, and that the kingdom of God is advanced in your life. Let's get right to the word of the Lord today. Amen. I want to direct your attention today to the book of Hebrews. I want to go to the 10th chapter and the 19th verse. The book of Hebrews, the 10th chapter and the 19th verse. Having therefore, brethren, boldness. Somebody say boldness. To enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus. By a new and living way which he hath consecrated for us through the veil. That is to say his flesh. And having a high priest over the house of God. Let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith. Having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without waving, for he is faithful that promised. And let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another and so much the more as you see the day approaching. I want to focus on in that last phrase, these words, so much the more. Say that with me. So much the more. Heavenly Father, we love you and we give you praise, oh God. Church, would you lift your voice, amen, and give God praise today for his word, for his power, and for his grace. Lord, you have been so good to us. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, praise the Lord. Amen. God bless you. You can be seated so much the more. There is nothing like the dynamic and the movement of a blood-bought, Jesus' name, redeemed, spirit-filled, spirit-led, truth-preaching church. There's nothing like a grace-loving, sin-hating, devil-chasing church. There's nothing like a holy-living, Bible-believing, fruit-bearing church. Man, y'all sound good today. I like those amens. Let's keep it going. I feel at home already. There's nothing like a church that is Christ-centered, worship-driven Nothing like a church that Jesus said he would build on a rock of revelation. The church. What a beautiful understanding. I believe the church is alive and well today. 
I believe it's alive and well in America. I believe it's alive and well in Canada. I believe it's alive and well in China. I believe it's alive and well in Russia. Why? Because of the one who hung transfixed upon a bloody tree, our King Eternal, so the church could be built, laid his life down, shed his blood. Why are we so unique? Because our Savior is risen. In an empty tomb, he is risen. Why are we so unique? Because in an upper room, the Holy Ghost fell. Amen. As they began to speak with other tongues on the day of Pentecost. The church is unique and great in its intensity and its declaration because Jesus said, greater works than these shall ye do. I believe it is happening today. Yeah, there's dead church. Yeah, there are folks that are far from God. Yes, I understand there's a falling away, but I was glad. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. That's still a truth statement. That is still a right statement. David ended his psalm of the shepherd with this phrase, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. There's nothing like the church. I'm not talking about this building and thank God for it, but I'm talking about you, the people of God, that make this building a special place of gathering. The church is where we are fed by the presence of power of God. The church is where we worship in his presence. The church is where we are taught the word of God. The church is where we find hope for tomorrow, where hurting people can find healing and the broken can be made new. The church. David said it like this. That man that loved the church of God, the house of the Lord, he said in 1 Chronicles 29 and 3, Moreover, because I have set my affection to the house of my God, I've set my passion, I've set my affection to the house of my God, I have of my own proper good of gold and silver, which I have given to the house of my God over and above all that is prepared for the house, for the holy house. You know what David is saying? He said, I come ready to worship. I prepared. I've set aside. I set aside finances. Yes, he did. But how about today? I set aside my time. I set aside my attitude. I put my affections on the house of God. Bishop read it. This church, this great church in Acts 2, 44 and all that believed were together and had all things common and sold their possessions of good and parted them to all men as every man had need. And they continuing daily, <laughs> not just on Sunday, but daily. They continued daily with one accord in the temple and breaking bread from house to house. Hallelujah. What you saw right up here a little while ago is the evidence of house to house church. Amen. Because when we gather, it may be for games, it may be for something else but it's about connecting it's about connecting to each other and connecting to God and connecting to the lost hallelujah it's about the church
church being the church. And they did it with gladness and singleness of heart. Praising God. Praising God. Amen. Having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. There's something about the house of God. There's something about the church. Amen. And our passion. Our passion is not just about a building. But it's about being in a building where we are pursuing his presence. Every sacrifice, every offering, every act of worship, every time they partook a man of the bread, every time they stood before the candlestick, every time that they worshiped with the altar of incense, what were they were saying? Closer, closer, closer. We're moving closer to the holy of holies. We're moving closer. This is why you come to church. I'm moving closer to the holy of holies. Why do you come to the house of God? I want to draw nigh to him. And he said he would draw nigh to you, to me. Amen. There must be a desire to get close to him. In Psalm 63, Psalm 63, the psalmist said in verse 1, O God, thou art my God. Early will I seek thee. My soul thirsteth. I'm passionate for thee. My flesh longeth for thee. In a dry and thirsty land where no water is. Why? I want to see your power and glory as I have seen it in the sanctuary. Here's what I want to get across to you from the get-go, from the very first service, is that the building may have changed, but the purpose hasn't changed. The building may be new, amen, but the passion is still the same. We've got to seek the presence of God. If we don't have the presence of God in here, we're going to miss it all together. Amen. If we don't stay true to the glory and the power of God, amen, we'll miss it all together. But from the creation to the new Jerusalem, from Genesis to Revelation, God said, get closer to me. So this is why the scripture says, having therefore boldness to enter into the holiest, the presence of God. We do it by the blood of Jesus. There's a way to enter into him. Jesus Christ paid the price on Calvary so that you and I can enter into the Holy of Holies boldly. Let us draw near. Somebody say, draw near. Let us draw near. I want to be closer. Let me approach you, Lord, in the right spirit. Let me come near you in the right attitude, O God. Let me seek you with passion. Let me, Lord Jesus, join with you in every way that I can, closer, nearer to you. And he said, do it with boldness. May I declare to you today that every hand of worship be lifted with boldness. Every word of praise be lifted with boldness. Every song sung on this platform be sung with boldness unto the Lord that I know I can. if I can just get into his presence, my life will be changed. If I can get into his presence, I'll be alright. Hallelujah. Mm. So he said, come with boldness. Enter with boldness. Draw near with boldness. In verse 23, he declared in Hebrews 10, let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. 
For he is faithful that promise. Let us hold fast the profession of our faith. I want to say right here from the get-go, there's a lot of change going on in the world out here. There's a lot of change in what people preach and what people believe. Amen. That Some say that we have evolved, but I'm not leaving the one God message. I'm not leaving the Jesus name message. I'm not leaving the blood-bought message. I'm not believing that this is the absolute truth. Amen. No matter what anybody else says, that this is the book. This is where I find the final answer. Amen. I'm not leaving that. Hold fast the profession of our faith. It doesn't mean that we don't have anywhere to go. We do. We got more to learn. We don't have it all. We don't have it all. We don't have all the understanding of truth. We want to pursue. But what we have come to understand, let's hold fast the profession of faith. Hold fast your faith. Jude, verse 3. Beloved, when I give all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you should earnestly, somebody say earnestly, contend for the faith which was once delivered to the saints. Earnestly contend. Keep on fighting for truth and the understanding of Scripture. Amen. Solomon depicted the passion to hold in and hold on when he says about the lover in Song of Solomon. He said, it was but a little that I pressed, I passed from them, but I found him whom my soul loveth. I held him and would not let him go. I found him like a lover that Solomon is writing about, a woman who loved him so much. Amen. There ought to be a love in us for the truth and for the things of God that we say, I will not let it go. I'm going to hold on to it. I'm not going to give up on this. So much the more. Then he said, let us consider one another to provoke unto love and to good works. Give consideration to each other. Be concerned about each other. Understand completely. Take notice. We are in this church. I'm so thankful for the, the MPC. I am so thankful for Medora Pentecostal Church. We're not the only ship on the sea. As far as it comes, there's other churches. I realize that. But this is our church. Amen. Let's think about each other. Let's encourage one another. Let's lift up one another. Let's build one another. The Bible said love the brotherhood. What does that mean? Love the family of God. Hallelujah. First John 4 and 7 said, Beloved, let us love one another. That's not just love in just a word, but in action. For God is love, and everyone that loveth, hallelujah, is born of God and knoweth God. Somebody say amen. We need to be willing to touch each other when it comes to the point of emotional connection in that I care for you, you care for me, amen. We rejoice together and we shout together and we sing together and we weep together. Continue to provoke one another to love. Then he said, provoke one another to good works. Provoke one another to good works. Our, our vision here is bringing hope and building lives. That, that's got to be our focus, is that we provoke each other to doing the things of God. Oh, sister so-and-so and brother so-and-so, if they'd ever get motivated, 
They might do something. Provoke them. Provoke one another. That doesn't mean go up there and say, you ought to get busy. Won't you pick up a broom? That's not provoking. That's agitating. Provoking, encouraging to love and to good works. Then we get to the meat of our scripture today. Not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together as the manner of some is. Not forsaking the assemblies of ourselves together as the custom, as the way some people do. The assembling, the connecting, the reaching, the caring, the giving. Uh, the assembling together doesn't happen by accident. Uh, it happens when we get our lives together. Somebody say, together. Together. The assembling together. It's one thing to assemble. Two cats having their tails tied together, thrown over a clothesline, are together, but they're not assembled. You can be in one car and not be together. You can be in one building and not be together. You can be in one family and not be together. But he said, assembling together. Hallelujah. Thank God for unity. We've got to have unity in the house of God. We don't assemble to a program. We don't assemble to a denomination. We don't assemble to an organization. It's not about the card that the preacher has in his pocket. Amen. But it's about the kingdom of God. We assemble together. We have been planted together in the likeness of his death. Let us also be risen together in the likeness of his resurrection. Amen. God has quickened us together with Christ and raised us up and made us sit together in heavenly places. Hallelujah. One of these days we're going to be caught up together in the clouds. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. Hallelujah. It's about being together. We're in this together. We're going to battle together. We're going to have victory together. Hallelujah. That's what the church is about. Look at Acts 4 and 31. And when they prayed, the place was shaken when they were assembled together. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and they spake the word of God with boldness. When they prayed, and they were assembled together, and they got together, and they prayed, God started moving. God started moving. How about this week, when you walk in the door for prayer meeting, amen, it is about, uh, I want to get in the house of God, connect with my brothers and sisters. Uh, we're going to be unified in prayer. Let's watch God shake the house. Let's watch God shake our town. Let's watch God deliver the drug addict. Let's watch God see people baptized in the name of Jesus. Then he said these words. I've laid the foundation. Thank you, family. I've laid the foundation. That's an inside joke with my family. Look at this where he said, And so much the more as you see the day approaching. How many of you have said, we live in the last days. Praise God. Hallelujah. Brother Matt, can you turn the air down just a little bit? Praise God. Let's, let's thank the Lord for good air conditioning. Woo! Hallelujah. You know what's so cool? I'm going to sidebar just a little bit. He's got an app for everything, to control everything in this house. Your seat just might fall through the floor if you're not behaving yourself. 
And so much the more. As you see that the worse it gets, the more we need to gather together. Not the less. The worse it gets in our culture, the more we need to be with God's people. Hallelujah, hallelujah. How can I think I'm going up to heaven if I can't get along with my brother and sister down here? I plan to go up to heaven with you. We need more. Amen. The times demand, the last days demand a church that is out for more of the things of God, not less. More worship, not less. More prayer, not less. More faithfulness to the house of God, not less. More pursuing His presence, not less. More people being baptized, not less. More life group connections, not less. More home Bible studies, more reaching the lost, more preaching and teaching, more provoking one another to love and to good works, more singing and shouting, more running the aisles, more rejoicing, more intercession, more holiness, not less, more devotion, not less, more truth preaching, not less. As you see the day approaching, let's go for more. Let's go for more. Let's go for more. Woo! Praise God. You say, Pastor, I just want to come to the house of God sometime and pray. It may be three in the morning. You want to get in here? We'll get you in here. Hallelujah. I'll call Brother LeBan and he'll come open the door for you. Amen. You want to be in the house of God? You want to do something? Let's get more busy. Let's get more busy rather than less busy. Let's understand because we're living in the last days, it's time to get more holy, not less holy. More happy in the Holy Ghost, not less. Praise God. Hallelujah. You're not going to scare this preacher by taking off and running around the aisle sometime. It's been going on in this building for years. More, not less. More freedom. More freedom. Less bondage. More deliverance. Less oppression. More restoration. More restoration. Less outcast. More healing for the broken and less relationship destroyed. More direction for the lost. And less of them wandering aimlessly. More security and less instability. We need more refuge and less homelessness. We need more comfort and less weariness. Hallelujah. We need more salvation and less sinners. More, more. More preaching truth and teaching truth. More, more dynamic worship. I say to Brother Seth and Sister Carrie today, I want you to just turn yourself loose. Hallelujah. More worship, more practice. Choir, don't complain because you're living in the last days. Oh, we got to have choir practice. No, we're living in the last days. We need more. We need more. Oh, yeah, y'all about to get me comfortable now. I can remember today you used to have to preach about, don't you go home and stay home and watch Gunsmoke? Anybody remember those days? You need, because it only come on one time, and if you missed it, you missed it. Amen. 
You don't have to stay home for Netflix. We got more excitement right here than they'll ever have. And you're going to get more help right here than staying home. Hallelujah. I need more of the house of God in a world where there's such despondency and confusion and disarray. I need more of the house of God. Not less. After COVID, 2020, I tell you what, it's going to take an, an act of God for me to cancel church anymore. Stay home if you want to. After this message, I hope you stay home convicted, but stay home if you want to. But I want to, I want to be in the house of God. I need to be in his presence. Hallelujah. And to see his glory in the house of the Lord as the, as the psalmist declared. Where did I see his glory? When I went to church, when I got in the house of the Lord, where did I see his power? I saw him in the eyes of my brother and sister. I saw him in the deliverance of God's power. I saw him in the healing of cancer. I saw him in those that were browned by Sin and alcohol set free. Give me more of that. Give me more of that. I want more as I see the day approaching. So much more. More equipping and investing in people. More equipping and investing in people. Some of you kids, you don't have a choice. You've got a ministry that God's got inside of you, and we want to dig it out. Come on. More equipping and more investing, more preparing, more imparting. Amen. God, God touched Sister Emily. God touched her in Africa. Get her so saturated with mission till she's changed to her purpose. Praise God. It's so great to watch those, see those pictures of Bishop and Sister Emily in their beautiful, beautiful uh, white skin and those black kids in their beautiful black skin. That's what diversity together is all about. Mm. I'm not going there. More, more serving, more serving, more impacting our community, more mission field reaching, more reaching to the world, more podcasts going out. Amen. Brother Dylan and Sister Katie are, are going to be starting a new podcast on teaching and, and reaching into areas. Uh, uh, and I'm so excited about that. More, more, more podcasts, more videos going out. Praise be to God. We are at the place. Amen, Brother David. Real soon, we're going to be not only on YouTube Live, we're going to be on Facebook Live at the same time. On our Facebook channel, we'll be able to reach more people, reach more people, reach more people, love more people, try our best to affect somebody in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. More, more excellence, not less unintentional ideas, more intention. Why? Give God glory. I pray that what we have done here in this building says, don't look at what somebody so-and-so has done, but how about glory be to God. Glory be to God. This is a place you can feel the presence of the Lord and it still look okay. More. So much more. So much more. Praise God. More. More unity. Not less. More unity. Now, I will tell you a story. I've told before, I'll tell it again. 
You remember the little, uh, the little nursery rhyme about the cat that went to visit the queen? The cat that went to visit the queen? I'm going to say my version. And so after the cat went to visit the queen and ate at the queen's table, big long table, all the beautiful fine food and the dishes and everything just looked so nice and was wonderful, wonderful. And someone said to the cat, kitty cat, kitty cat, what did you there see? Or what did you do? What did you do there? He said, I played with a mouse under my chair. If you look big enough and hard enough, you're going to find some mouses in this building. And I'm not talking about live real mouse. You're going to find mistakes. You're going to find bumps and things that aren't completely finished and floors that are. If y'all knew, this over here, if you really danced on that before, you might have fallen through on both of these ends. If you had gone with it really bad. And, and the reason that you can get freezing out right now is because the vents are repaired. But you can look around and you're going to find something. I already know what they are, so you don't have to come tell me. I probably need to get back off this. But, but, but what do you see when you see the church? What do you see when you see each other? Flaws? Hey, we got them. We're an imperfect church. We got people on all kinds of levels of walk with God, discipleship. We've got people of all kinds of age groups and likes and dislikes. But let's go the same direction. Somebody say unity. Unity. So today, on this very first Sunday that we are in, I know it's Palm Sunday, and I did try to get you a graphic with a palm in it. That's as close as you're going to get to a Palm Sunday message. <laughs> but today, on this first Sunday, in this new building, let it be the theme, so much the more. So much the more. So whatever we were in the past, as a church, a truth church, an apostolic church, an on-fire Jesus name Pentecostal church, so much the more. Whatever the generation was before that had the three rows in these seats and were sitting here, so much the more. Stand with me, please. It takes a commitment to be so much the more. It takes intention. It takes being aware. But it begins with a passion that says, oh God, I pursue you. I pursue you. Right now in this place, would you begin to lift up your voices to the King of kings and Lord of lords and declare, Lord, I want more, so much the more. As the day is approaching, I need more, God, not less. Lord Jesus, I need to be a part of this more than, and I'm thankful, God, that we have online that where people can, if they have to miss church, they can still be connected. But Lord, as we have heard, God, it's not the same. I understand that. But Lord, would you go in their homes today and would you touch those that are sick, God? Lord, let there be more healing. Let there be more deliverance. Touch those that can't live, be here. They live 
far away and can't come, Lord, would you touch them? God, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus that there be so much the more, so much the more in truth, so much the more worship, so much the more of reaching the lost, so much the more and impacting our world for Christ. In Jesus' mighty name, hallelujah. Lord, I pray. Thank you for listening to the MPC Podcast. We trust that today's message has inspired you, encouraged you, and strengthened you in the Lord. We would like to invite you to join us again by simply subscribing to our podcast, and we encourage you to write a review if it has been a blessing to you. Again, you can find us at medorachurch.com to learn more about our ministry.